You've probably heard that Congress continues to push the Build Back Better plan. But did you know there are some significant changes buried in those pages of how you can access your retirement money and how it may be taxed? If you've saved money in a 401k, an IRA, or a Roth, you need to be aware of these changes and be ready to act if this bill is passed. Damon Roberts, Matt Deaton, and the team at Acute Wealth Advisors want to make sure you're properly prepared for any changes in the tax law. That could mean a change to your tax plan. Now, if your current plan doesn't include a strategy for taxes, it's time to start that conversation. The next five callers to Acute Wealth will receive a complimentary Morningstar Portfolio Analysis. This is a no-obligation deep dive into your plan to see what adjustments need to be made. Space is limited, so call Acute Wealth Advisors today at 480-680-6868 and send your future self a gift in the form of lower taxes. Call today, 480-680-6868 or online at successinthenewretirement.com. Getting Uncle Sam out of your pocket. This is Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. I have a representative standing by right now to answer your questions. If you hear anything on this weekend's show you need some clarity on, 480-680-6868 or always online. You can meet the team. Set up that consultation at successandthenewretirement.com. Damon Roberts, Matt Deaton are here. And, you know, gentlemen, it was this week back in the year 2000 that the dot-com bubble, it began to burst. Okay, so educate me. Give me a little history lesson. For those of us that weren't really up on our finances 22 years ago, what happened this week and why was it so big to the financial industry? Well, so, and just so you know, this past week was the anniversary, the two-year anniversary of the low point for the stock market during the COVID crash. So, you know, this is a bad week. (laughs) No, that was a good week because that we got to the low. And from then it's, it was just, you know, a huge amount of growth that followed that. So, so maybe it's just a special, special week. You got to pay attention. (laughs) Well, if I'm not mistaken in 2008, March, April or 2009 is when it kind of hit March 9th as well. March 9th. So right in that range. So I don't know if that's coincidence. What, yeah, what is it? Is there something about March? Is it because it's tax season or is it just coincidence? I think it's more just coincidence. I mean, again, the start of a crash. So we just gave those examples. So one was that the 2008, 2009 crash, it hit its bottom March 9th. COVID, we talked about it hit its bottom, you know, March 22nd. And then you just gave the stat saying that the dot-com bubble started to burst, meaning it just started to burst and a lot of the fall occurred after that. So I guess it's not, there's nothing real special or coincidence about that, but those are all the history lessons that we always have to keep in mind, right? Because those are the things that tell us that the market doesn't always just go up, that sometimes it can get overinflated, and that we have to be paying attention to that. And so, again, it comes back to the fear and greed index that we track. Um, you can go on to, I think it's on uh, CNN Money. You can track that. The market always is looking at that. And there's this the kind of thermometer that kind of says, is the market greedy or is there a lot of fear? And what's really interesting about that is when the market gets super greedy, you can almost start betting against the market and start saying, well, it's time to pull some money off the table. Mm -hmm. And if it gets super scared, the extreme fear sets in. That is a really big, you know, signal that the market is about ready to climb. And again, what that tells you is in some cases you have to be buying when everybody else says they're selling and you have to be selling when everybody else is buying, which is a really hard thing to do. 
bottom line, what I tell you all with that is we are humans. We are emotional. We get emotional about our investing and we have to make strategic decisions and try to extract the emotion out of that. And so Damon and I are the same way. Again, we manage a lot of money for a lot of clients. And that can be pretty stressful when you're thinking about the moves you make and how many millions of dollars you're making decisions on that could impact the lives of these people that trust us and that have given their their retirement dollars to us to take care of. And so there's a lot of emotion that can come along with that. And so the way that we control that emotion is we try to use the data and the algorithms and the indicators that we are tracking to make those decisions. Because if we can do that, we are going to be more right in making those decisions and correct with those decisions. And we're going to be able to remove as much of the emotion out of that. And I would give that same exact advice to every single person. So one of the reasons that you have a diversified portfolio, one of the reasons you don't go all in on the stock market, there's a couple things. Number one, super risky, right? It can lead to a lot of problems. But number two is you will become super emotional about your investing mm -hmm. if you are 100% in the stock market because you will fill every rise and you will fill every crash. And I promise that emotion will end up causing you to make some interesting decisions because you'll have that, that fear or greed that gets into you and you'll make some decisions that you probably wouldn't have made otherwise. And so you've got to control that. You got to recognize that. But you know, dot com crash again, it got over inflated. You got a bunch of companies not making any money and finally it came crashing down, but there was a ton of greed leading up to that. And then it turned into a whole lot of fear. It stuck around for a while until it hit its bottom. And then it kind of rose from there. But the markets will go through those cycles. You got to be planning for that. You know, I like how you said that. You just, it's the emotion. You got to take the emotion out of this. And I think that's one of the things that Damon, Matt, they love to tell their clients, tell the community, let us help you take the emotion out of this. I, I know it's hard to, because this is your money. This is your life's work. So let's put that plan together and make sure you're on the right path towards a successful and a happy retirement. You can do that with the complimentary Morningstar portfolio analysis. It is available this weekend exclusively to our radio audience when you call 480-680-6868. No cost, no obligation to you to sit down with the team and personalize your plan. 480-680-6868 or always online at successandthenewretirement.com. All right, so we've heard the term Karen a lot. And that's when usually, you know, a middle-aged woman with short hair is causing problem or yelling to speak to the manager. But I also heard another name. It's called Henry. So it's a financial word that stands for High earner, not rich yet. Have you heard of this before? <laughs> Henry? And maybe not in that uh, term, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, if you want to say keeping up with the Joneses too, right? Sometimes <laughs> it's, sometimes you start to make money, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is, I can afford this. I can afford this. And we forget to the, the principles that hopefully we were taught that, you know, spend less than you make, mm -hmm. you know, pay yourself first, meaning put some money in, in for retirement and a rainy day. You know, it comes down to just understanding the stage of life that you're at. And if you're starting to earn, you're just at the beginning part of that thing, then putting a good plan together to keep yourself in check to, as you get raises, to put some of that raise, give it back to yourself. Do the smart things. You know, it's, you know, you hear that, oh, well, the reason I, I'm not saving more is because I'm paying so much in taxes. Yes. That's, that, and that's what the article says. They always blame taxes for not being in another tax bracket. You know, and, and guess what, folks? Right now we're paying the least amount of taxes we paid in, in 15 years, right? So you can't blame that. And it may be the only thing you know because you weren't earning enough before to, to, that taxes was a big deal. But the other part of that equation is taxes are going to go up. So if that's your excuse, you're, you're never going to make it. 
it has to come down to what's important to me, and that should be taking care of now and, and enjoying life, but also making sure that, that I've got a plan in place for the rest of things. And, and that's where, you know, for the retirees, you're 55 and older, that's where, where Matt and I come in, and, and we're, we're helping people see some of the different things. I mean, we were just talking about the dot-com bubble, the 2008, and even the, the COVID downturn. And, and one of the things we'll bring out with that with clients is saying, look, because, you know, I have people come in and say, well, I, I was fine. I just kept investing and, and I didn't make changes. 2008, yeah, it happened, but I'm fine now. And I say, well, how many years ago was that? And how many, how much older are you now? And are you retiring? Can you afford to wait? In 2008, it took five years for the S&P to get back to the 2007 level. Five years. Could you wait five years and not touch your money to get that back? The dot-com you mentioned, mm. that took 14 years for the NASDAQ to get back to its previous level. 14 years, right? Then the COVID, it took, what, two or three months. All right, so which is it going to be? And do you want to bet your retirement on that? Right. When I put it in different terms to people and I say, hey, would you board a, a plane that has an 80 percent chance of landing? You know, what do you think the answer is? Nope. What about 90? And, and so you say, what about your retirement life? Right. Do you want to you know, have a good landing in your retirement? And you have to build a plan upon sound principles and understand the, the good and the bad. And, and like Matt was saying, take the emotion out of things. And whether you're 30 and you're just starting to earn or you're towards the end, it's building a plan, understanding where you're at. Yeah, one of the questions I'll ask a prospective client when they come in as we're building out their plan is like, are you more of a risk taker? Do you like the idea of having something more guaranteed um, when it comes to your income streams from retirement? And it's really interesting to see how people answer that because that will be one of the gauges we will use to build out their financial plan. But I'm surprised no matter how aggressive the person is, I would say probably 80% of the time, most people answer, well, I'd like that a little bit more guaranteed and yeah. a little bit less risk. And even though they're not invested that way. And so that gives us the ability to say, okay, well, if that's our goal, then we're, there's some adjustments and some changes we potentially need to make. So let's talk through those things. Mm-hmm. I think that's the importance that we talk about every weekend here is that initial consultation. It is called a Morningstar portfolio analysis. I know it sounds complicated, but it's not. It's the opportunity to sit down with Damon, with Matt, and go through your portfolio. And, you know, if that includes a 401k strategy, take a look at your tax plan, uh, see what's up with your annuities. That's all encompassed into that Morningstar portfolio analysis. But most importantly, it's time to start the conversation and put the plan together. 480 One more time, 480-680-6868. And if you have that $250,000 or more in assets this weekend, that consultation, no cost, no obligation to you. 480-680-6868. And you can fill out the form online at successinthenewretirement.com. Well, that does it for this weekend's show. If you missed anything, we invite you to subscribe to the Success in the New Retirement podcast. New shows every week and a full archive. Just put a search on Success in the New Retirement. We'll be back next Saturday for Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. I'm Mark Owens. Thanks so much for listening to Success in the New Retirement. It's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. 
Acute Investment Advisory LLC is a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Acute Wealth Advisors Damon Roberts, Matt Deaton, and KTAR are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional to see if any ideas expressed would fit their specific situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Securities can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. 